Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Peace Like a River. Much has been written about mothers, but today we'd like to think about the mothers of a few famous men in history. The mother of George Washington taught her son the biblical ideals of political and social morality which Washington kept throughout his life. Family prayers were held twice a day with regular readings from the scriptures. James A. Garfield's mother was an earnest Christian who taught her children that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A widow with four children, she not only managed her farm, but built with her own hands a log house, which was also used as a church. There, she taught her own children as well as others, the scriptures. 
The mother of England's William E. Gladstone led her son to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ when he was nine. He chose as his life motto that the life of God may be the supreme habit of my soul. He also wrote, All I think, all I write, all I am is based on the divinity of the Lord Jesus Christ, the central hope of our poor wayward race. Oliver Cromwell's mother taught him the simple truths of Scripture, and he chose as his favorite verse, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. The mother of D.L. Moody struggled against poverty in a New England farm. A widow with many problems, she taught her son the importance of eternal values. At 17, Moody received Christ as Savior, and a few years later dedicated his life for service. How wonderful to have a mother like these. Some of us do, or have had such mothers. Others have not. But all of us have a Savior, Lord Jesus Christ. And just as a godly mother cares for her children, God cares for those who were His. Listen now as Scott Delosier sings for us this beautiful song entitled, They Could Not. looked at him and saw a simple man, a carpenter with healing in his hands. They saw him calm the sea and heal a dying man. They saw But could they really understand? They could not. They could not. Though they tried, they He was just a simple carpenter, but with healing in his hands, could they really understand? They could not. They listened to the teaching they heard and they wondered at the mystery that they heard they wondered what he meant about a father's plan they heard but could they really Listened 
to the teachings about the Father's plan. But could they really understand? They could not. rugged cross they killed the man who would not suffer loss and when at last they took what willingly he gave he died but could they keep him in the grave So willingly he gave Could they keep him in the grave? Could they keep him in the grave? Could they keep him in the grave? to join the morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altoonabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131. Listen now as Jesse Nagel and Courtney Cook play for us on the flutes this lovely song, Lord, I Lift Your Name on High.
a school teacher was giving a lesson in fraction. Johnny, suppose that there were seven in your family, five children and a mother and a father. And suppose there was a pie for dessert. What fraction of the pie would you get? Johnny answered, one-sixth. No, no, said the teacher. Don't you understand about fractions? I understand about fractions, and I know about mothers too, remarked Johnny. Mother would have said she didn't want any and would not take a piece of the pie. A mother sacrifices for her children. She cares for them, often nursing them through the nights of illnesses. Raising a child is a lifetime job. Someone has pointed out that conscious, efficient motherhood involves much knowledge and many skills. She must know something about teaching, cooking, logistics, psychology, and doctoring, to name a few. Mothers put in long, hard hours. A little girl asked her daddy, what is a slave? He explained as best as he could. When he was through, she looked at her daddy and asked, is that what mommy is? Though wonderful to have a mother who has taken good physical and material care of us, far more blessed are those whose mothers have provided spiritual training. A mother's job is far more than providing for the temporal welfare of her children. She must also give moral and spiritual care. She must be a teacher of Christian things to her sons and daughters. Yet millions of children are growing up without Christian instruction. We see that they get milk, balanced lunches, and vaccinations. But we all too often forget about their souls. Many mothers not only fail to give their children spiritual help, they rarely darken the door of a church. Profound is the influence of a mother. Children are impressionable, and since the mother is the first teacher, she largely shapes their views, opinions, and morals. Make sure your children see Christ in you. Listen to the words of this song as Liz Harris sings for us, Power to Redeem. You take what is And you make it beautiful Breath that brings a dead to life 
with words of piercing dark with light only by the blood are we set free with mercy strong to carry shame and nail it to a tree you alone hold the power to redeem rejoice O child of God lift your eyes to see with every morning light again we Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for a Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is Christian Mothers. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 20. A wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish man despise his mother. Proverbs 31, 30. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. In England, they call and celebrate a day called Mothering Sunday. In Romania, it is called Women's Day. Many other countries have a day of recognition, including such countries as Canada, Australia, Denmark, Italy, and Belgium. These days, honoring mothers may be in different months or different Sundays. It may be called by different names, but its object is all the same to appreciate the importance of mothers and their important role in the lives of their children. In the United States, we know the roots and the history of Mother's Day, with such name as Anna Jarvis and Julia Ward Howe. Also, when and where the first observances were held. By 1911, almost every state had its own observance. Then on May 8, 1914, Congress passed a joint resolution designating the second Sunday in May as Mother's Day. It was President Woodrow Wilson who issued the first proclamation making Mother's Day an official national holiday. 
today in our society, not limited just to the United States of America, but literally throughout the world, we read of or hear of horror stories where mothers murder their own children and children murder their own mothers. What a sad commentary on our society. A godless generation, a godless society who has shut out God, has shut out the Word of God, has shut out prayer. Some of them even dare to wonder why this society is behaving and acting like it is. The Word of God has much to say about mothers, including Proverbs 31, the virtuous woman. Proverbs chapter 31, I like to read verse 28 and then verse 30. Her children arise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praised her. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Also, you can think of some of the godly mothers and the godly women mentioned in the Word of God. Hannah, the mother of Samuel. Naomi, the mother-in-law of Ruth. Jacobad, the mother of Moses. Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist. The Virgin Mary. Eunice, Timothy's mother. And Lois, Timothy's grandmother. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also. The word feign means to make a false show of, to pretend, counterfeit. The word unfeigned means without pretense, without hypocrisy. The grandmother Lois had it. The mother Eunice had it. The son Timothy had it. A genuine, unfeigned faith. Clearly, Timothy saw that faith, the piety in his grandmother and his mother, but not his father. These two ladies had a tremendous impact on the life of Timothy. Contrast these and other godly women, and women to Athaliah, who not only counseled Ahaziah to disobey the word of the Lord, but she also murdered some of her own seed. What a contrast in mothers. And what about some mothers living after the completion of the word of God? The mother of John Newton, who believed and trusted in God and believed in the power of prayer and did not stop loving or praying for her wayward son. Her influence was not only just upon John and changed his life, but also he touched the lives of so many others. Think of the song Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found, was blind, but now I see. Susanna Wesley had 21 principles and rules by which she raised her children. Also, she gave each child an evening in the week, during which time she counseled and encouraged them in the Word of God. Her children included John and Charles Wesley. From the greatest, from the strongest, the most powerful, to the humblest, even to the most vile, wicked criminals, all had mothers. It is a great challenge for mothers, for Christian mothers, to raise their children in love and the dedication of the Lord Jesus Christ. There are many important and wonderful family traditions, or maybe even family heirlooms that a mother could pass on to her children. But what about a godly influence, or an unfeigned faith in the Lord, or prayer life, 
or a love for the Lord Jesus Christ or a desire to serve Him, the things of the Lord that is precious and priceless. Many mothers want parents to send their children to Sunday school or to church. What about not just taking them, but being there yourself? When your life is over, what are you going to pass on to your children? A family heirloom, a piece of jewelry? Or are you going to pass on your love for the Lord or your unfeigned faith? Proverbs chapter 10, verse 1. The Proverbs of Solomon. A wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish son is the heaviness of his mother. Proverbs 19.26 He that wastes his father and chased away his mother is a son that caused shame and bringeth reproach. Proverbs 20.20 Whoso curses father or mother his lamp shall be put out in obscure darkness. Dr. R.A. Torrey once said, There is no nobler occupation upon earth, no higher calling than that of being a mother, a true mother. We extend to all our Christian mothers... We want to extend to you a happy Mother's Day, acknowledging the important role and impact that you are having in the lives of your children. The Word of God is so clear upon that, so important. And so we want to again wish you and extend a happy Mother's Day to all of our mothers. If you're listening this morning and you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, The book of Romans chapter 3 verse 23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has sent forth to be a propitiation through faith in His blood to declare His righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. You can be saved by faith alone in the Lord Jesus Christ. If you've never trusted Him, acknowledge that you're a sinner and believe what the gospel is. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ right now, right where you're at, and God will save you now and throughout all eternity. been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Jesus is my name.